Alright everyone, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. This is, uh, I've discovered something awesome, and uh, if you hear banging noises, uh, my wife is doing something mysterious in the other room. <laughs> we don't know what that is. Uh, but I'm Harrison Smith. And I'm Adelie Kerrig. And uh, it's my turn to come up with something, and so actually what I want to talk about today is the thing that inspired me to make this podcast, because I wanted to explain this to people <laughs> and you need at least an hour to do it <laughs> to not sound kind of crazy. It's a little bit out there. Okay. It might sound a little weird at first. I love it. But give it time. Give it time. So the thing that I discovered and got really into for a little while until I, I watched them all <laughs> is interrogation videos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I've said this to a couple people, <laughs> and I get a look like, oh, <laughs> okay, you watch torture video. No, no, not torture. I'm talking about police interrogations of suspects. Okay. And so there's a guy on YouTube uh, that is really good. His name is Jim Can't Swim, and he goes through and breaks down. <laughs> I don't know why he's called Jim Can't Swim. It's, I love things that rhyme, so yeah. it's just fun. <laughs> it's J- JCS is what he goes by. And so... Uh, he actually does a really good job of explaining the techniques of interrogations mm. because there's a very particular style that people use, or there are different particular styles, and like, you know, the classic good cop, bad cop, yep. that's an actual, you know, legitimate style that they use, and there's yeah. lots of psychological tricks uh, that they employ. And what's really interesting is when you start watching a lot of them, you start recognizing them yourself. Right. And it's really funny because sometimes it's like, you can tell, okay, now they're going with this tactic, but I just know that this tactic's not going to work on this guy, whatever it is. So, uh, let me, let me, I guess let me try to explain why it's entertaining. It's entertaining because it is like the most real reality TV you'll ever see with real stakes and real mystery and real... Like, you know, secrets and hidden and people are lying and you're trying to figure out whether they're lying or not. Right. And so, obviously, there are some, and sort of when you first start, if you watch like Jim Can't Swim or something, he's explaining the case and they'll explain, you know, okay, this person is guilty and now we're going to watch to see their sort of guilty tells and here's, you know, here's where they said something that the police latched onto and here's how they'll bring it up later or whatever it is. But there are other times where you can just click on... An interrogation and you don't know if the person being interrogated is guilty or if they're innocent you don't know if the police know that they're guilty or innocent oh yeah so it's it's like it's, it's making me nervous <laughs> <laughs> well it, that's the thing is it's like it is very tense and it's just very engrossing watching you know watching a murder a lie or watching somebody who's been suspected of murder be subjected to interrogation oh. and trying to maintain their innocence. Yeah. I mean, I've never <laughs> watched... Like, like having a heart attack already. <laughs> I've never watched these one, any of these in real life, but of course in the movies all the time when someone is innocent and then how do you show that you're innocent because everything looks guilty. No matter mm-hmm. what you do, it's like so sketchy. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's kind of the thing is that, um, you know, it depends. Certain people act different, act different ways, but... Um, Here's some things that that you learn. People who are falsely accused very adamantly deny it. Like Mm. they get very mad when they get accused. 
Okay. So like, you know, if, if you were pulled in and they were like, hey, we know that you murdered this person, you'd be like, no, I effing didn't. I did not do this. Like, let me out of here. Let me talk to somebody. Like, you're like mad and angry. But, you know, people who are trying to like play it cool, they'll be like, oh, you know, we suspect you of this. And they'll be like, oh, oh, no, no, no. I, I would never, I would never do something like that. Like, they have all these little these little tells that they have. Which is so weird because I feel like in the movies and in the television shows, if you get really mad... They, like, turn that against you. And yeah. I think, and I think that's why people who are lying maybe see that. And on the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it on TV and are like, okay, don't, don't get to I gotta play it cool. I gotta be cool. But, like, oh, no. If you were innocent, you would not be playing it cool. You would be pissed that they're right. bringing you in or that, you know. Oh, my so, God. This is so good to know because I always think about, like, okay, if I got pulled in, how would I prove that I, this wasn't me? And I would play it cool. Yeah. Okay. Turns out, don't play turns it cool. Out, do not do that at all. <laughs> um, and there are other funny, like, there are... Uh, it's a little, it's, you know, obviously there's a lot of like really gruesome stuff, but, um, you know, there are obvious tactics that you can start to recognize. And, uh, so one of them, I mean, there's this guy that, uh, was just, just did horrible stuff for a very long time and like for years, for like decades, you know, some of these people uh, like, okay, so there's one, um, I don't think it, it wasn't the golden state serial killer, but it was a guy from California who was clearly a serial killer and he killed ladies of the evening, you know, um, and for, you know, three decades he did this and probably killed like, you know, 40, 50 people or something. Uh, and they brought him in on like a, like, taillight charge or something. He had no idea that they'd caught him. No idea that there had been DNA advances that not only linked him to whatever the most recent murder was, but then they were able to use that to backtrack to a whole bunch of other stuff. And so here's this guy who's a murderer who's been getting away with it scot-free for 30 years. And suddenly they start, like, rolling out everything. They're like... Uh, I didn't know anything about this woman. Her name's this. She lived here. And he's like, nope, never heard her. Never heard of her in my life. And they're like, all right, what about this woman? And 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 you can just see, you know, it's just this guy like, no, no, I don't, uh, what, what are all these? I don't know what all these women are. You know, it's just, and it's, it's just like, it's kind of great seeing somebody who's been getting away with crime for so long suddenly be confronted and no bones about it. You are caught we have all, not just for the last thing, but we know everything you've been up to this entire time. And, uh, and you get to see sort of people try to deal with this and try to lie about it. And to oh. me, it's really fun. It's really fun to, to start the interrogation with, with, no, <laughs> with no knowledge of whether they're innocent. For you to start guilty. the interrogation. <laughs> right. For okay. me to watch the viewing of the interrogation. <laughs> with absolutely no knowledge because you want to try to, you want to try to go... You want to you want to figure out yourself. You don't want right. to go in going, okay, everything this guy's saying is a lie. And right, know right, that. right. You want to try to hone your own skills to go. Would I? Can I recognize lies? Right. If somebody tells them to me. Oh God. And uh, and some of them are really interesting. There's this one guy that was in love with a Romanian cam girl, like you know, porn girl from Romania, and he had drained his parents' retirement fund paying this woman from Romania like $200,000 yeah. that he just sent to Romania <laughs> to some woman to, so he could just like say hi to her and uh, and he ended up like killing his whole family and they bring him in and you know his story is that he has no idea that anything is wrong right they ask him they're like so when was the last time you saw your family he's like oh you know a couple days ago you know they were all doing good and so and, and basically for oh, like two hours God. He's just like talking about his life and they're like, yeah, so like, 
you were going to be a nurse? He was like, yeah, you know, I was going to be a nurse for a little while and I tried that, but it didn't quite work and I had some trouble and literally like an hour and a half in, they're like, so you've been here for an hour and a half and you haven't asked us why. Like you have not asked us why we brought you in. You have not asked what happened to your family. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, I guess I, you know, I assume you guys will tell me when you need to know. And it's like, <laughs> it's the type of thing where it's like, oh, right. I sh- should have asked what I was doing. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, but it's, it's very entertaining and very fun to watch. And some of them are like, you know, uh, not, was it, is it the Boston bomber? I mean, they'll, they'll have like interrogations of like, People you know. terrorists. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are serial killers. Some of them are, are just, you know, a single time. Some of them are innocent. Some of them are guilty. Um, but it's just like the most real... It, it's not acting, right? It is. I mean, they're acting. They're acting as hard as they can. But it's not actors pretending to be a guilty person acting innocent. It's right. It's like a person who is really guilty. Right. Who is really caught in, in the act or whatever it is. Or, you know, they have the evidence. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of it is like... Police really rely on confessions a lot, especially if there's no body. You have to get a confession, basically. Um, that's what I hear. So <laughs> 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 if I have any authority about this, um, but so they, you know, they do they do the good cop bad cop thing. That's one of the tactics that they use. Uh, oh, oh, I kind of got off off topic. So this guy who'd been doing it for thirty years and he'd been killing hookers and clearly was just like did not care about these people at all right it wasn't like a some sort of like moment of passion that got out of hand like he just did it once a month for 30 years he would go go out and do something horrible and uh but then you would hear the cop kind of use the same tactics that they'd use against you know somebody who killed his wife in a fit of rage where they're like like i've talked to the families of these girls and they they deserve to know they're you know they're hurting out there, mm. and you can just see the guy is just like dead eyed. Just it's he like, dude, care. this is not the right tactic to yeah. take with this guy. This yeah. guy could not care less about these people or their families. Right? Uh, like, change tack, bro. This is not. It's not going <laughs> to work this way. And so there are times in those situations where you can actually see where the training may be like getting in the way a little bit. Right. Because clearly they're going by the book. Here's what you do. Here's right. The, here's the next tactic that you take. Right. But it's kind of like, look, ignore your training because. This guy's not going to, he cannot be guilted. This guy is not, he doesn't care. Right. He's never going to admit what he did. So like you're, you just got to, you got to change tactics or whatever. And um, here's some things that I learned from it. One, uh, and maybe this is just because these are the only uh, interrogations that they actually release, but like the cops are going to get you. Like <laughs> it is one thing I've learned, it's real hard to get away <laughs> with anything in this country. Because uh, man, they are dogged and like it really it actually like gives you a lot of respect for the cops especially like when they know they literally they know they're sitting across from a murderer like they have all the proof that they need to personally believe it but they still have to get that confession for some reason and so they have to <laughs> some, you know, some you know whatever reason. you know whatever the <laughs> whatever the case is that that they got to get the the um you know they have to get the confession because they don't have the proof that they need or whatever um and so this cop has to like sit there across from a murderer and be like, look, man, I know how it is. You know, it's tough. And like, you know, I'm your friend here. I'm trying to help you out. And it's like, wow, I don't know if I could act friendly to this person. Right. Even though that's what's needed to actually punish him in the end. Right. Um, there's some other really interesting ones. Like uh, there's one guy that was a 
colonel, I think. He was some. He was a very high military rank in Canada. A lot of these are from Canada too, and that's another whole thing is that uh, Canada and America have different laws in terms of um, free speech and what you know. In America, you we have the Fifth Amendment that says you don't have to say things that will incriminate you, and Canada does, doesn't have that. They probably have something kind of similar to it and you know, they read the Miranda rights and they sound fairly similar and they definitely, you know, they have to get you a lawyer and that sort of stuff. But it's also, it's like, you have to tell us like it's, they can, you know, be compulsive on on how they, uh, how they compel you to do things. And they, they also lie about stuff sometimes where they'll be like, we, you know, uh, you got, you've got Facebook on your phone. We, we know where you are to a, a foot. You know, we have that information right here. And then, like, the narrator voice will come over and be like, this is a lie. <laughs> but they're permitted to lie in order to convince them of whatever. Um, and so that's another, like... That only of, happens in Canada? That happens in Canada more. Um, or I notice it more. Like, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but maybe just people in America are... Or like, the police in America are more concerned about that. Like, it's more likely that uh, conviction will be overturned because yeah. the people you know, acted inappropriately or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, there, you know, there's this one guy from, from Canada that, like, he had been the pilot that had, like, flown the Queen at one point. Like, he was very high up in the Canadian uh, Air Force. And he, like, for months had been sneaking out and breaking into women's houses to, like, steal their underwear and then, like, taking pictures of himself wearing their underwear. <laughs> and uh, And it just progressively, like, got more and more intense. But that's another thing is that, like, this guy is like a, he's a colonel, he is the, the big man on on campus, and he's actually being interviewed by somebody that's like, kind of technically a subordinate to him. Oh, right. And so there's like a very weird dynamic there where the guy doing the interviewing actually can't like intimidate the other guy very easily, because oh, intimidation yeah. is a lot of it. Like they always, they always sit the person in a corner. Right. Um, and they block you know, the, the way to the door just right. as a psychological, like you were trapped here yeah. kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I know I talk a lot about stupid sitcoms, but of course I'm thinking about when uh, on The Office, when Michael tries to ask for a raise and he looks on Wikipedia for the 14 um, tactics to for negotiation. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, you know, change the location at the last minute. It's like... <laughs> talk softly decline to speak first and so it's them just sitting in silence and then finally he goes i'm declining to speak first (laughs) (laughs) the other guy's like all right i'll start so (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah yeah well and i yeah i don't know if there's any like useful lessons you can learn from this except for like i guess you could maybe get better at getting away with a murder (laughs) because if you watch enough of these you you know what the tactics are right um and you know there's some like body language type stuff uh, I don't know. Are you good at telling if people are lying? I think so, but how would you? I mean, I don't know. I think I'm really bad at it. Really? Yeah, I think I just generally just trust people. Outright. Really? Yeah, and like really, it has to be like shown to me that they're lying, and I'm like, oh, okay, darn. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like I think like, you know, if I, I don't know. I'm I'm just not I'm not super good at guessing, and to me it would be. It would be crazy to be sitting across from somebody that you don't know if they are or they aren't, and you're trying to like tease it out of them. It's like such a crazy chess game. Yeah, I will say that like I find I have a hard trouble. Like I, I can, 
I think pretty well know if people are lying if it's like people in my sphere. People that you know? Not even people that I know, but people that are like people that I know. Mm. Like I know when, you know, middle class college educated people are lying. But like if I go to another country, like I remember going to Mm. India being confused all the time. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> Never knowing if someone was telling me the truth. And it was, oh. in India, it was insane because it was literally like, I was with like five people and we would just, I mean, we were there for five days and every like hour we would turn to each other and be like, is this, what, is this, ha- what, is this supposed to be happening? Are we, <laughs> are we in a, like some, I mean, it was stuff where we would just be standing somewhere and someone would like pop up out of nowhere and be like, I can drive you to this place. We'd be like, great. So we'd get in this person's car, we'd go, then we'd get off. And like, it would be this orchestrated, we had no idea if they knew each other or if it was just, Whoa, it was a lot of weird stuff. We were like, what's real? What's not real? Who's li- lying to us? I don't know. Well, I do want, I wonder if that's a, you know, because like right now is the election and there's stuff like, um, and there's a big thing of like hidden cameras exposing like the Somali community in Minnesota. Mm. Um, it's just like really open about like, oh, you need to pay me for my vote. Uh, because I think in the Middle East and that whole region, it's like, it's just not bad to be paid right. for your vote. Like, right. it's just, it, that's just not a bad, I know my friend from Lebanon is just like, yeah, like, your vote's a valuable thing. You're like, <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, you should be compensated. Yeah, you should be compensated for that, right? Like, you're gonna, you know, if they pay you more, they're the better person. Clearly, <laughs> they deserve your vote. <laughs> and so, like, I wonder if, I wonder, like, interrogations from other cultures. How would you do it? How would it be different? Would yeah. There, would they be better at lying or worse at lying? Like, right. Um, you know, if you are, you gonna get? Because there, there are other times where, like. This person is like dead to rights. Like you have them, you have their DNA, you have everything that you need to have, um, and they just won't admit it. And they just are are just being a total jackass. And it's just like, man, I really wish this cop would just like smack this guy in the face. Mm. But obviously he can't, right? Like because we have very very strict laws about this. <laughs> Someone in Geneva said something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some busybody in Geneva had <laughs> to get involved. <laughs> And, and there, so there are times where it's just like, okay, this guy's guilty and like he's not telling you where the body is or he's not, you know, he's doing something that is causing pain to somebody else. It's like, screw this guy. You, you want to hurt him. You want to just be like, look, you've hurt people. So now you're going to be hurt until you tell us where this guy is. And it's like, okay, but clearly that's not the most, it, it turns out the most effective way to get confessions is like to be really, really nice to people and really mm. convince them that they're on their mm. side. Um, another thing that they do is they'll... Uh, they try to put blame on the other person. You know, they, uh, basically it's like, um, like there's one example of a guy who killed his wife and his kids. And so they're, they, they provide him with an excuse of like, did the wife do something to the kids? You know, the wife, you know, wives sometimes, you know, moms sometimes can go a little crazy. So like, so they try to give like an alternative thing that's believable and doesn't put the guilt squarely on the person accused mm. just hoping that like that's they're always trying to get like they're trying to get their foot in their door right like trying a chink get, in the armor yeah just admit something admit yeah. you were there admit yeah. you know you you thought about maybe doing something at some point and like yeah. as soon as they get that that chink in the armor as soon as they get that foot in the door then they can kind of blow it all wide open right um but again i don't know if you know I don't know what interrogation videos from other cultures are like, but obviously our culture is like very intense about like the state not abusing the individual, the state not abusing um, 
anybody, especially if they haven't been convicted and are just are just the accused. And it's really good, but then there are times where you're just like, man, this is so inefficient. Like this is so frustrating. I can't believe these cops are still talking to this guy. Yeah. So how long some, are these videos? <laughs> some of them are really long. I mean, you can you can find cut down ones, but that's kind of the other entertaining thing is like people put up the full thing, so you can sit there for four hours. Wow. And watch as they needle and. Are and there multiple camera angles? There's usually just one camera angle. Are there subtitles or uh, like is it hard to hear or is it? Yeah, sometimes it can be hard to hear. That yeah. yeah, technically they're not usually that great. Um, honestly, if if you do want to. Watch this. Jim Can't Swim is really, really good. Uh, and he, he, again, breaks down. Like, he tells you about what tactic is being used, why they're switching it up, uh, what's been done before and after. Um, and there's a lot of... Uh, the Canadian ones are especially funny. Again, I don't know if Canada just has, like, laws where they have to release more, but, like, a lot of them are <laughs> Canadian. And they're just, like, they are so nice. And they're just, like... <laughs> I can go. You need a hamburger, of course. Yeah, we can get you that. No problem. I'm your, I'm your buddy here. I'm your friend. We're just trying to get this done. There's another one. There was one where it was a guy who was like 98 years old, and he was Scottish, but he'd moved to Canada, and I think he killed his wife, and um, and they basically again they have him dead to rights, but he's got this like Scottish like <laughs> I do not talk to the cops mentality, but he's 98 years old, and they're just like. We have you on camera. Like, we know you were there. We know you were the last one to see him. And he's just like, oh, sounds like you did your whole job then. <laughs> and they're just like, so where is she? And he's like, ah, I don't talk to the cops. <laughs> he's just like, and it's, it's like, honestly, hilarious. He's like, really seems like just the sweetest old man. 98 year old man. Oh, you know, I fish sometimes and I drive my truck a little bit. And then it's like, oh, but you killed your wife. And he's like, well, man, looks like you figured it all out then. He's <laughs> just like, it's like. Oh my Dude. gosh. So do you, like, some of them are, are some of them edited so you just get to see the highlights? Yeah, some of the, yeah, the Jim Can't Swim ones are very edited, um, down into just the most important stuff. Sometimes you can find the highlights, um, and then sometimes you can find the, the full things. I mean, some are four hours, some are like 12 hours because it's multiple, uh, instances. I mean, it, but, you know, what you're seeing, again, it's not, it's not reality TV, it's right. reality, and it's not cops where everybody's emotion is really high and everything's right. going crazy. It's like, okay, the co- it's a total mind game of like one person knows the truth, the other person thinks they might know the truth, and they're doing battle. Like they're literally like psychologically battling each other and trying to trick each other and trying to act innocent while they're not. Do, I mean, it's... Do the cops always win? Uh, <laughs> well, in most of the ones where they, where they show you the inter- uh, interrogation, they do. Um, some people just refuse, you know, they'll never admit it even though they're convicted and, and everything, they'll never admit it. But, like, the cops are, are really good and really thorough and very uh, systematic in the way that they don't start anything until they have something to already work on. Yeah. And so, and that, you know, that's kind of another thing is, like, you know, so it's it can depend. Sometimes it's fun to go in knowing, okay, the cops have this dude on video, they know exactly what happened, um, but they're going to go in and pretend that they don't to ask this guy stuff so he can lay down his own story so then they can start picking it apart and questioning it. And that's kind of fun because it's like, all right, one side's got all the firepower, yeah, but they can't just unload. They can't just come in and go, we know you did it, or else the guy's going to go, ah, I need a lawyer, you know, and, <laughs> and back up. Uh, and that's oh, I see. So it was part of this just like you're trying to get the guy to get a lawyer because... Oh, yeah. That's a huge... I was going to ask. I was like, why aren't people asking for lawyers? They have to tell you 
that they'll get you a lawyer. They have to, and that's another thing from Canada too, it's the same laws where it's like, they have to tell you that, they have to read your Miranda rights, and they have to make sure it's like, you're not, you know, you're free to go anytime, uh, you know, but it's, it might not look good, you know, and they'll, they'll constantly do the like, this is the last time that I can help you. That, that's one of the phrases. They'll be like, I'm here to help you right now. But as soon as you leave that, as soon as I walk out, or as soon as you walk out, um, we're gonna we're gonna press charges, and then then we're on the opposite side. Then we can't help each other. Anymore. Oh, I'm getting nervous. I'm wanting to I'm wanting to collaborate right. at this point. Then you want to click, <laughs> and you're like, oh crap! Like, what do they have? You know, so <laughs> it's it's so freaking fascinating. And watch people come up with lies on the spot. Um, and that's another thing. I don't know if you've ever. I think maybe you talked about it a little bit last podcast, maybe or maybe a different time we were talking. Um, but like, there was one time I was having a party, house party, and I looked through my window, and I saw that my closet was open. I knew my closet was closed because that's where I had stashed my computer in my closet. Cause we, we, I knew there were going to be a ton of people there that I didn't know, so I wanted to put some. Anyway, so I got suspicious and I went in, and my neighbor, who I didn't know that well, was like on his knees, like looking under like my desk or something. And I was like, "What are you doing?" He was like, "Oh, you know, Greg's in the bathroom, man. I don't know." And he, and he like left. Anyway, he basically stole like a big jar of change I had. He probably stole like fifty dollars worth of change. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> And clearly it was him. Like, I caught him in the act. But, like, he wouldn't admit it. I was just like, dude, I know you stole my change. Like, you were you were right there. You were where the change was. I <laughs> caught you, like, snooping through my stuff. Yeah. Like, just give me my change back. You'd just be like, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. And it was just like, oh, my God, dude. I know you took the change. <laughs> like, it's... So you're not tricking me. I'm. You're not fooling me. Right. So, like, why won't you just admit it? And it's, like, unbelievably frustrating when you you know the truth and the person just won't admit well, it. Well, so I'll say, I don't think I'm going to incriminate myself here, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's been seven years. But um, so when we were, when my husband and I were traveling in, this is before we were married, when we were traveling in Southeast Asia, and I, my passport was basically full. Like I still had spots in it, but I had no completely blank blank page. And so we were going from like, I think it was Laos to Cambodia. And so we had like done this thing where we, you know, I don't know if you know, but Laos is like really long and long, mm-hmm. really long and skinny. And then um, you get down to Cambodia. So you're on this like land border. And we had taken a bus. It was like a 14 hour bus or something from the capital. You know, we were in mm-hmm. sort of like the main part of Laos. And then we went all the way down for 14 hours down to the bottom. And then we were about to go over the the border. And they were like, we can't let you in because... You don't have we, we we need to give you a full visa yeah, a, pay, yeah, a, a visa blank. that yeah, is yeah. over your full page so like you got to go back we were hours. like oh, <laughs> we were like oh no we're not gonna do that but they're like or you can pay us oh and we'll cover up or like if you if you sign a piece of paper right. that says like we're covering up a stamp of yours and I think we paid them some amount of money and we were just like I don't know like. Yeah, okay, let's yeah. just do it. So we did it. And it turned out to be totally fine. We, in, in Cambodia, we went to the U.S. Embassy and I got like 50 more pages in the back. And anyway, it all worked out fine. Never, never came up again. But I remember I was, te- when I was, I, I traveled with a family. I used to work with families taking care of newborns and I traveled with a family to Kazakhstan. And this family, were, both the parents were in federal law enforcement and that's, they were moving there to work. And, um, and I remember there was a guy in, in Kazakhstan, an American guy who was like a teacher and he got accused of stealing a purse from a bathroom. Mm. He was at a club and it was like this setup where they put purses in bathrooms. 
you go into the stall and they whip open the door and they're like, you took that. And he's like, I didn't take it. It's like, it's not mine. So they pulled him, the the police pulled him in and um, he, I think he was interrogated for some number of hours. He, they told him that if he admitted it, they would let him go. Right. So he admitted it. He was like, yep, that was me. I stole it. Even though most likely he didn't steal it. I don't, I mean, I don't really know. I think that's like a pretty common scam. So he went straight to the federal law enforcement like offices. I think, I don't, I guess it was the embassy. I don't know. And he was like, Hey, this is what happened to me. And we admitted it. And they were like, we can't do anything for you. You admitted that you committed a crime in another country. Then like now you're subject to this country's laws. And so he just got on a plane like that afternoon and left and they were looking for him. And like, he probably would have been in jail for, I mean, years and years and years. Kazakhstan. Yeah. And so I remember talking to these people and they were, you know, I was, you know, friends with them sort of just because we'd been working together for for years and I was traveling with them and such. And, um, and I was like, and they were like, never admit it. They were like, you should never, ever admit anything. And I was like. I would totally fall for that. Like if that, just like when we were in Cambodia, they were like, it's fine. Let us just put the thing over, sign this paper. I'm like, all right, you're telling me it's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and they were just like, no, you should never admit anything. Right. And just like, yeah, well, because, because take they, it to your grave. Yeah, they rely on confessions like so freaking much. And yeah. Even, and, and they are allowed to lie to you in interrogations. That is one thing. They can lie to you about what information they have. They can lie to you about how they gather that information. I mean, they can... Well, because you were kind of saying that they weren't doing that. They weren't really lying. uh, But they are allowed to. The cops are allowed to lie. Um, And they, yeah, and they they do that pretty often. I'm not sure why I was saying they didn't, but... um, But they do... Well, specifically about, like, uh, I, I know... In particular, like I know because of just like how technology works, some of the stuff they were saying just wasn't true. Yeah. Uh, and that was specifically in Canada where they were talking about, uh, one guy was like, you know, we've got uh, spy planes in the air that like can, were watching you or something. And it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you, do, you do not have <laughs> spy planes in the air constantly capturing video of what's happening in Alberta. Like that's just not <laughs> happening. <laughs> and if it was happening, you cannot subpoena that information, you know, a week later. That's just not how it works. So there's that type of stuff where it's like if you know a little bit about it, you can kind of tell uh when they're lying. But um and a lot of times they'll lie about they they try really hard not to tell you what they already know or what they already have. The, the entire strategy from the beginning is usually just let that person talk. It's always about getting the, getting the accused to talk. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't matter what they say, whatever they say. Cannon will be used against them in a court of law. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Literally, cannon will be used against them because any sort of little lie, they'll start to pick apart. Any inconsistency, any change, they'll start wheedling at that. Going, but earlier you said it was this and, and kind of force you back just on Just your... like I just did to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Have you even never watched any of these videos? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, wait. <laughs> Let me try to think of uh, let me try to think of some good ones that I remember in particular. I mean, they're just, I don't know. They're fun because, you know, some of them are four hours. So if you're just like working and want to put something on in the background, you can just, <laughs> you can just put that on and wait for like... The intense part because <laughs> it'll come it'll be there it'll happen uh there's another one uh, there's a woman named oh what is her name um i totally blanked on her name but she she they're mormons and she killed her boyfriend in utah 
and it's like a really famous one. Uh, she was like real pretty, and it, it that's one of the weirdest ones. At one point, she's like standing on her head during the interrogation. She's like singing "Amazing Grace" in this like really creepy voice at one point, and she's like trying to present herself as like you know this this good girl. And uh, and was they, she like in a state of psychosis or no? She was just like crazy jealous, and it was he was a Mormon. And she wasn't, and he kind of introduced her to the church, and but she was very lascivious and very, you know, not faithful in terms of, you know, Mormons are kind of crazy about sex, right? Uh, where it's just like, none, you cannot do anything with the other sex at all, you know, until you're married. And then I think that kind of messes people up in the same way that, like, that happens with... Uh, you know, Catholic priests that are just like, all sex is evil. And they're like, so this sex isn't any worse than that sex. So <laughs> I'm going to do the little kids. Um, anyway, it was, it was this kind of a situation where she was like the fling on the side, but she wanted to be like the Mormon wife. And he was like, not interested in that and was actively like going out and finding nice Mormon girls to potentially get married to while still kind of having this girl on the side. Yeah. And I think that just kind of drew for, drove her crazy. But she basically drove from her home in California to Utah, to his house in Utah, and killed him, and uh, and then went back. And they actually had photos of, like, the act itself, because they were taking photos uh, prior to it, and then, like, the camera, like, fell on the ground or something, and there's literally, like, photos of the murder taking place. Like That's happening. crazy. Crazy. And so then she um, threw the memory card or threw the camera into the washing machine, but that didn't destroy it. And so they were able to recover that. So they literally have... And so that's one of the ones where like they go in with just... They have everything. They oh have literally God. photos of the actual event happening on the day with her in it and him. Like they have it completely. And so you're just watching this girl just like try to play dumb and like, oh, like... My phone's off. You know, I lost my phone for a little while. I'm like, I get so lost. Like, I'm like just not good at driving. And they're like, 20 hours? You got lost for 20 hours? She's like, uh, yeah. Like, I was at Tempe for a little bit. And then like, I took a ride to Chevrolet. And it's just like, woman, we know you did it. Like, stop trying to lie about this. And she just like, won't stop lying. And, and you know, she knows she's being recorded even while she's alone. So while she's alone, she's like singing songs (laughs) it's just it's just creepy beyond belief okay so i just gotta okay if you are innocent i'm always paranoid that i'm gonna get like called into something i'm I'm worried about being canceled i'm worried about all these things like i i don't have any reason to be worried because i'm not actually doing anything (laughs) anything but like i'm just worried about it i'm like yeah yeah, you see this stuff okay so if if i get called in should i call a lawyer immediately because that's my that was gonna be my go-to like no matter what i got called in for i was just gonna be like i need a lawyer i don't even know what's going on yeah I, i just need a lawyer yeah, I honestly don't know. I and don't I was w- going to play it cool. Maybe they'll look at yeah, yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> She called the lawyer and was playing it cool. She is guilty as sin. <laughs> we got her. <laughs> no, I I honestly don't know. Because I kind of put, I kind of try to put myself in the mindset of like, uh, of like, because it could happen to anybody, right? Like you're yeah. a significant other. And that's the other thing is like, it's always the husband. Like it right, legitimately... Right of all of these interrogations I've seen are like so many of them. It's not just like always the husband. It's like, there's certain things that it's just like, yep, that's him. Like that. You don't even have to ask questions. Like go get that guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
and so yeah, if anything happened to you know, significant other, and it's like, wow, they would come for me first. Clearly, uh, what would I do? And I really don't know because, you know, if you're innocent, you don't want to get a lawyer. You're just like, no, I want to help. Like, what what can I do to oh, help? Oh, for sure, for sure. Especially if like it's a missing person, if they don't have a body or something right, yet, and they're right. just like, hey, your wife is missing, and you're like, okay, let's find her. What can I do? I want to tell yeah. you everything. While them to them they're like right. writing everything down trying oh to oh my god catch yes what do you do i really don't know i think it's very uh but, but i also think that humans generally are not good at lying i think that when you're innocent it's pretty damn obvious that you're innocent okay. if you're guilty it can be tricky right it's kind of like this person's kind of he's acting kind of guilty but you know maybe he's just innocent and that's the way that he's acting but like when you watch an interrogation with an innocent person they really are just like, like they get so mad and they're just like, this is bullshit. You know, let me out of here. I did not do it. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I would have never, ever guessed. I yeah. would have never guessed. That's so crazy. Yeah. Well, because the I'm thinking about, I watched a couple of shows that are probably on Netflix or something. That one about the woman in Italy that was accused of murdering her roommate. Do you remember that one? Yeah, vaguely. And, <clears throat> and I can't remember what the name of it is, but she was a study abroad student in Italy. She was dating a... Um, an Italian guy, I think. She ended up being... In, she was in jail for, like, a couple yeah, years. Yeah, I do. Yeah. She now lives in the U.S. She, she, Her case was overturned because... I don't know. It's a long story. But, like, she was acting really strangely, like, at the murder site. Like, she came right. back to the house and she was, like, being goofy, kind of. Or, like, right, right, being right, right. silly or dancing around. And they were like, that's for sure. the like, a guilty person. Um, but when I watched it, I was kind of like, she seems nervous to me. Or, you know, she seems like she's trying to just, like... Right. You know spend some energy um but i think i'm like well gosh how are you supposed to act like how can you act yeah i don't know it's just yeah i think i mean i think clearly like innocent people like you don't have to think about it you just sort of act correctly just by default um like one of the things is uh this guy who who killed his wife and is acting like she's missing and he doesn't know where she is um and it's like his pregnant wife and their two daughters are like missing all of a sudden and uh, actually, this was the woman who did the MLM. She did the this woman I was talking about last week because mm. she was like very well compensated and like very successful in some multi level marketing scheme. Uh, and so she actually had like a ton of friends that like were really protective of her to mm. where literally like the day she went missing, like two hours after she was supposed to be at some doctor's appointment, her best friend is like banging <laughs> on the door and like calling the cops. And it's just like, her shoes are right there. She never goes anywhere without those shoes. Like, it's just like, wow. Thank God this woman had like these friends because this guy never had a chance. <laughs> he never had the slightest chance. He thought he'd get yeah. a couple hours to take care of things. But like her friends were there the day of like knocking his door did down. you ever watch the interrogation it was also on netflix of oh i wish i could remember what it was but it's like a guy and um he's accused of murdering someone he's put in jail it turns out he's innocent and it's oh, his nephew making, making a murderer making a yeah, murderer yes, yes. avery Stephen avery yeah. yeah and so his nephew gets interrogated yeah but i think he has a really low iq yeah and that interrogation video, that's like one of the only interrogation, like legit interrogation videos I think I've seen. And obviously it's part of a documentary that like has an agenda, I think, or, you know, like has a viewpoint. Uh-huh. Um, but I just remember in that video, like the cops are trying, he doesn't even know, like he right. kind of, he doesn't know that he did anything wrong or if he was part of something, he's kind of just trying to answer their questions and like, 
okay, can I go to school now? Yeah, like, can yeah. I go back to school? And they're like, he has no idea that he is actually trying to be chased, like being charged with murder. Right. And then I think at some point, at some point, he gets on the phone with his mom and he says like, mom, they says they said they have, and I can't remember what the word is, but it's like a pretty normal word. It's like, you know, they have like, I don't remember. I can't think of like, it's like a $5 word maybe. And, uh, and his mom goes, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, this poor family is so lost. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually one that I watched somewhat recently, um, was kind of a similar thing where it was like, clearly the guy just had a very, very low IQ and did not understand what he was implicating himself in. Right. Like, uh, it was this, um, and the officer is clearly way, way smarter than this guy. And, but he's asking questions like to describe this girl that got murdered. Um, you know, basically being like, oh, he, he could describe her height. He could describe her weight. But, you know, the, the guy is just like guessing. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's clearly just like trying yeah. to give the cop whatever he wants. And the cop's right. like, so was she about uh, this tall? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's about <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, you poor man. Like, do, stop. Do they ever um, do game theory? Do you ever see them where they split them up and say like, okay? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And and they'll come in and say, hey, your friend is is talking, so you might oh want to start my talking. gosh, yeah, for that's, real? Yes, that's an, that's almost even a crazier one. Um, oh my god, there was one where, and this this one was just unbelievably crazy. And this was kind of the one that you know I watched these Jim Can Swim videos, and they're kind of short or whatever. And then I started. This was one I watched that I was just like, oh my God, this is insane. It was, I mean, it, crazy. The level of like twists and turns and stuff, like <laughs> nuts. So this, it's a girl who was like famous in this small town um, because of all the diseases that she had. She was like, she had everything. And so like, she was total charity case and like people love just like having bake sales for her and like helping her and she had like a minor celebrity because she was like this upbeat survivor girl who was like, I've got yeah. cancer and, and leukemia and, and, you know, Bell's palsy and God knows what else. And, uh, and you know, but we're always looking on the right side and she was in a wheelchair and everything. Turns out it was like either Munchausen by proxy, uh, which is where a mother yeah. um, basically makes up symptoms for her child and thinks that they're sick. Uh, it was either that or the mom was like literally just running a scam where she was like, she knew her daughter wasn't sick, but knew that she could get money and get a Habitat for Humanity house and all this other oh, stuff. Oh God, this is, I know the story. This is a creepy story. Yeah. Creepy as hell. Uh, Gypsy Rose. Gypsy. Yeah. That's yeah, her name. Is her name. Um, and so, but I knew nothing about this. So I'm just watching this interrogation of this kid who's like a young man and he's talking about this relationship that he has with this girl. And then it comes out that like the girl's mother is dead and then, like, <laughs> literally at one point, they're like, well, Gypsy's in the other room, uh, and she's told us everything, so you might want to come clean. And the kid's just like, oh, all right, I stabbed her. Oh, and it's just oh like, oh, my oh what? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, just like that, huh? Oh, my. Like, he's literally just like, you know, for the whole time, he's like, oh, I have no idea what's above, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like, it's just one thing. They're literally just like, well, Ro- you know, Gypsy already told us. And he's like, oh, she did? Oh, well, then, yeah, I did. <laughs> It's just like, uh, what? And so it's like, it's just this crazy roller coaster of like, 
oh, this kid seems, like, innocent, like a good guy. Oh, no, wait, he killed this woman. Oh, no, wait, this woman was, like, keeping her daughter, like, in torture, like, prison yeah. to exploit her, and she was trying to escape. Oh, like, and there was, like, weird, like, BDSM sex stuff in it where, yeah. like, the guy, and it was like, now, wait, is was this guy, like, an abusive person who was controlling Gypsy and then killing her mother to... Or was Gypsy, like, desperate to get out of this situation yeah. Yeah. and saw that she could trick this other guy yeah. into being her hero? Right. And it was, like, it was just crazy. And, like, <laughs> oh, my God. And so, you know, obviously, true crime is, like, one of the biggest podcast, you know, genres out there. And I try to listen to some of them. And, like, I got to say, I'm, you know, I'm not a sexist person, but women are way too forgiving in a lot of these situations specifically the the gypsy rose blanchard one um it was like like for and i you know i don't know maybe it's just the particular ones i was listening to but like the way the mother treated the child was so unbelievably bad like i don't even want to like repeat what the things that she was doing to this basically long story short she was like treating her daughter for things that she didn't actually have. And so she yeah. was suffering all of these horrible side effects from yeah. these incredibly powerful drugs yeah. um, that she didn't need. And I was just, it was just like awful. And so you, you learn through the investigation of this stuff that like this mother was just literally just torturing her daughter for years and years and years on end for her own benefit. And yeah. it's like, oh my God. And then it's like, I'm listening to this podcast and this girl's like, but then it came out that the mother might have Munchausen by proxy. So really she's kind of a victim too. And it was like, Oh my God, no, she is not. <laughs> she is not a victim. You cannot, like, just because you can put a name to a mental state and claim that it's yeah. now a mental illness, right. that doesn't mean that, like, she didn't know what she was doing, that what right. she was doing wasn't effing evil. And right. I, I don't know what it is, but for some reason it's like, I try to listen to a true crime podcast, and, like, there's something about, like, the, the women that host true crime podcast, like, say stuff like that. And I'm just like what you're excusing a mother torturing her daughter for decades on end right because she, right because you've put a name to some sort of psychological thing that she might have it's right like, right uh, i don't know i don't know what it is maybe i shouldn't have said that <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> seem sexist but uh but i just never noticed that with guy i never noticed guys like giving um giving the criminals kind of like the the benefit of the doubt or even like i don't know some some other stuff as well but uh right right but they're, they're, I don't know, that's what I just want kind of a tangent, but like other true crime podcasts sometimes do stuff like that where they're just like, oh, so it's not really her. And like, oh God, I really shouldn't say this, but we're at the end, so nobody's going to be listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, there was one case, and I'll just be very vague here, uh, where it was like a, a guy murdered the wife. And there, I was watching a video where it was a woman who had all the evidence from the court case and she was reading through the text messages and you could tell this woman who ended up being murdered like drove her husband crazy. Like to the, and, and it's like clearly she didn't deserve to be murdered. Clearly it's not like, well, you should have shut up. Maybe you wouldn't be alive now. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like you could see where it would be conversations they would be having where the woman would be mad at something and the guy would be trying to calm her down and that would just like make her more mad and she would be like insulting the guy and like and and everything would spiral into something way more dramatic where like this argument would start with like just something very minor like you know oh you forgot to take out the trash and then like 
you know, a few text messages later, it's like the disease from the trash can work will kill our children. You're putting our children in danger by not taking out. And anyway, it's just like, you know, where it's just like, oh my God. Like, and, and I was listening to some, some podcasts where, uh, you know, they're just like, you know, clearly the guy scumbag, dirtbag, he deserves to rot in hell. 100%. Um, but it's like, you know, maybe there are women out there that are in this kind of situation and you shouldn't be telling them, you're right, girl, you keep going, you keep pushing that guy, keep pushing him, keep, oh, keep sure. you know, and it's like, well, hold on, let's take a step back and look at, at everything that happened and go, how do we get to this horrible point and how do we prevent, you know, ourselves from getting there uh, eventually? And I, I don't know what it is about, again, it's just like uh, these podcasts where they're just like, it just has to be all one way or the other. It has to be all like, this one was just an angel that never right, did anything right, wrong. Right, right, right. It's like and, black and white thinking. Yeah, and she, yeah. And she absolutely, you know, should. And it's like, women, women, if you are, <laughs> if your like literally, if your husband seems like he's like going crazy, the solution is not to just like keep pushing him constantly, <laughs> like until he snaps. Like, don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's just some. Certain things that when you get into true crime podcasts, there's some that I'm listening to and the hosts are just like so dumb and so like one-sided and uh, it's just like, yeah, I get it. The guy's a murderer. He's obviously terrible dirtbag. Throw him, lock him away, throw away the key. Oh, there's one guy named uh, the True Crime Loser that's really, really funny on YouTube and he says, uh, he's always like, put him in the box. Put him in the concrete box. <laughs> And, uh, or like just the way he's, he sometimes calls it the, uh, the, the rape box because <laughs> you get raped in prison. So he's like, put him in the right, put him in the rape box, throw away the key. He deserves to be in a box of concrete for the rest of his life. It's like, Jesus, that is what prison is, isn't it? It's just a, a concrete box that you put people until they yeah. serve their time. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think, uh, I think I've covered everything I wanted to talk about interrogation videos. Um, is this awesome or awful or? Hmm. I think it's, I think they're pretty awesome because, uh, I like to believe that we are in a just society Yeah. and this is, you're watching justice take place and you're watching liars be exposed and you're watching murderers be caught. Yeah. And they cry sometimes and that's, that's fun. <laughs> and I am always looking for like legit reality TV because even, exactly. you know, a couple years ago or 10 years ago, whenever it first came out, there were some pretty good reality TV shows. Like obviously they were a little edited, but they're nothing like how it is now where everything's scripted. Everything's just like sound bites. It's terrible. And so to try and get like, I will literally watch reality TV from like the early 2000s because I just right. love it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just like to be in people's they had, lives they and like they hadn't figured out the uh, yeah the exact yeah yeah well in the same way that like you know documentaries where a person you know when documentaries are w really well done um, and you get the real reality of it like it's home videos rather right. than oh there's a big film crew here filming us right so I'm gonna act a certain way right yeah yeah and this one and and yeah the interrogation videos are are the step above because it's like real stakes it's really somebody right. who is like. If I don't lie effectively, I'm going to prison for the rest of my life. Well, now what I want to do is go watch the interrogation video of that guy that um, might have murdered his wife in the stairwell. Oh, well, yes. Spoiler alert. I think that's the one um, where there's the documentary about it. Yeah. 
Have you seen it? Should I spoil it? Wait. You can spoil I mean, you, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. No. I think it's the one. Is that the one where he, they catch up on Hot Mike? No. That's a different one. Yeah. Okay. There's another. I, this I, guy was convicted and then they, it was overturned because the cops used, like the, co- like the evidence that they used, the causal arrow went the wrong way. Like um. there was blood on the inside of his shorts. So they were like. That must mean so like they could they could create a scenario they were like fake creating scenarios where they like smashed something on the ground such that the blood like splattered up into her shorts so they were using that as proof like look right right this right. means that blood splattered up but that's not you can't it doesn't go it's the other way the, yeah yeah it's, um, right. and so they end up overturning and he got out mm. um, but I would really like to see I would like to see how he behaved if he. Uh, played it cool or if he got really mad right right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what his what his strategy was yeah that that'd be an interesting one there, there was another one where um, oh yeah yeah the, i haven't heard this one but i do know yeah where he's like yeah. in the bathroom right he's in the bath yeah yeah it's during an, and that's not an interrogation it's a uh, interview um, f- long after the fact and he was doing an interview about it and he's he's in the bathroom and he's like he's like oh god why is this so hard for you oh because you murdered all those people. <laughs> and he oh, just like god. straight up admits it Oh, yeah. dude, forgetting that he has a microphone attached to him. Um, oh man. Yeah, yeah. And there's not, there's not a lot of big like. It's not a lot of big drama. It's not. There's not a ton of. I mean, there are some where it's like, you know, you break through and this guy. Uh, man, there's one. So there's one um, from Colorado. It's the guy. It's really famous. I'm totally blanking on the name right now, but uh, that's another one. It's the one where it, where the the mom's friend showed up and yeah. was like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> uh, and then his, so the, the friend is there making a ton of noise. The cops show up. Then he shows up. And then his neighbor um, is like, I have security cameras that show the front of this house. I can, sh- I can show it to you. And so like literally the day that he murdered his family, he is standing in his neighbor's living room watching a security camera that like, you can't quite tell, but what you're watching is videos of him like loading the bodies of his family into his truck and like he's saying there with the cop oh and you're watching body camera footage of this cop oh my god watching the guy watch himself and it's like that that is the type of, i mean you can he's totally pale and he's like fidgeting and he like is like about to faint and it's just like what is that feeling like what is he going through right now mentally yeah like because like i feel guilty if i just anything, like you know. Oh I'm my like god! Hiding a surprise party. I'm oh like, my god! They know. They know. I, know. <laughs> you know? I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it. I couldn't possibly imagine. And and that's one where like um, that that all happens, and then uh, the cops like, all right, I'm gonna get your neighbor's information. And I'll meet you outside. And the neighbor's just like, he's acting real weird. Like he never acts this way. He there's something up with him right now. <laughs> oh so like clearly god. he wasn't. You know, if you know somebody, you have a much better. Uh, better handle on how they normally react to situations so you can gauge if they're acting, you know, abnormally. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, there's some things you stumble on where you're like, okay, I'm watching body cam footage of a murderer trying to cover up the murder in real time hours later when like, oh God, clearly yeah. he's caught and he's trying to come up with lies and he, it's just. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to think, how can we, I know our podcast is almost over, it's way past over, but how can we like how can we use this in our daily lives? And I am thinking about like manipulation tactics that people use just in your like in your business dealings or whatever, where they do pretend to be your friend mm-hmm. when they're really not. Um, and so you want to be like on the lookout for those sort of. It's the classic. Uh, 
you remember the old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke when he's like, uh, you give me the donut and keep the receipt. You know, or like, I give you the money and you give me the donut into transaction. Um, there is, it's hilarious because that exact, there's the exact same premise, but from a guy named Patrice O'Neill. Uh, who's a black guy and does a lot of like racial jokes and stuff where he's like, you better give me that donut. I might need to have an alibi at some point. <laughs> a receipt. Yeah, yeah, a receipt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You better give me the receipt for that donut because I might need to prove that I was buying a donut at 12 a.m. on Wednesday. It was not in her house over there. So, I, you know, it's, it's kind of that type of thing where it's like um, you kind of realize like, oh, this is the type of stuff that they look for, you know, when they're investigating. This is the type of stuff that can provide an alibi. This is the type of stuff... That can't. And alibis are really like the number one thing. And they always use the term rock solid. Rock solid alibi. Basically, if you have a rock solid al- alibi, you're off the docket. You're good. You're, yeah. you're free to go. And if yeah. you don't, then like you are very, very suspicious. Yeah. So that, that's one of the things that like, it's not like I apply it in my everyday life, but it's just kind of something that I think of every once in a while now where I'm like, oh, now I'm on camera here. So like, <laughs> if anything happens, I can prove that I was here. Uh, and there, there's another, this is an interrogation, but... Um, I think there's a documentary about it now, but I remember reading an article about it a long time ago. There was a guy who uh, was accused of murder, said he was at a baseball game, and it wasn't until they realized that Curb Your Enthusiasm filmed an episode during that baseball game, and he was in the background of one of their shots in the show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And so they found that, and when there he is, he was at the baseball game. Wow. He couldn't have been a murderer, so he got off because of that. So uh, the alibi thing, I don't know, I, I think about that a lot. Um, you know, I don't know, I honestly don't know, like, unless you're going to be like lying about stuff or like trying to tell if people are lying, um, it can be really hard. That's why, that's why Jim Can't Swim is, is really good. Cause he'll, he'll break down kind of my new show, like in the one where, um, it's the Colonel, the Air Force Colonel who's being accused. And he's talking about how, like, even just referring to that guy by his first name, unsettles him because he, mm. he would be punished for that normally. You'd be punished for just calling yeah. him James or whatever. You have to call him Colonel Russell or whatever it is. Uh, and so there's kind of interesting things like that where it's like small kind of psychological digs where it's like, you know, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, of course I can get you food. And then they just never get him food. And it's just like, oh. I don't know. There's just like all these little kind of like psychological tricks that you could, I'm sure, you know, extrapolate to business negotiations as right. well. Well, not that you necessarily want to... I always think about, like, you know, that book... 48 Laws of Power? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that book creeps me out. And I I've, Yeah. And I've read it, and and I'm like, okay, I, I never, ever want to use these, but I really right. like that I know them so I can know when they're being used against me. Yeah, and, that, and that's exactly... Like, I love that book because it's got a lot of cool history in it, but also because it's not... It, it's not telling you how to do these things it's saying these are the laws <laughs> this is just how it this is just how it works like yeah. it's like the laws of physics and it's like well i don't want to fall it's like too bad falling happens like, gravity right. just exists right. so you learn how to deal with it right um right and so that definitely is one of those one of those things where it's like right and this is how i think about 48 laws of powers it's like okay i can watch like interrogation videos and especially if i'm a cop and i actually do interrogations i can know all this stuff but like that's not an appropriate energy to bring to your teacher's parent conference. Right, right. right yeah. It's like, it's good to know, like, okay, here are the psychological tricks that can be used, but like, that's not, that's not then saying, okay, now go out and use these against like your friends, right? There's, right, no, it's, no. It's a very antagonistic, competitive, life or death, like, 
kind of situation where, you know, one person has immense power where they literally can, you know, at a word, say, arrest this man and put you away for a really long time or ruin your life in some way. Um, So it's a very extreme circumstance, but it's all the same kind of, you know, it's it's 48 Laws of Power is just... Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, but for Darth Vader, right? Like, <laughs> the inverse. It's all the same laws, right? And where, yeah. where Dale Carnegie will go, make sure to say people's names because the name is the most beautiful sound in the world to those people and they'll they'll associate you with good feelings, you know, and you'll make them happy by using their name. Yeah. And the other side is like, use people's names to lure them into a false sense of security. <laughs> people will trust you if you use their name. Yeah, it's totally. Like, the law is there. The law is people love their own name whether you use that to make people happy for their own benefit or whether you abuse that to make people trust you to, you know, take advantage of them. Yeah. The law is still the same. It's just the law. It's just right. there. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Interrogation is definitely, there's definitely a lot of that where it's like, um, but again, it's such a unique situation. I don't know how much like police interrogation stuff you can bring to, you know, a business meeting unless it's like you're actually, you know, high level, like, trying to screw each other over getting the best deal. You know, I, I don't really But you know. can do good cop, bad cop. Remember we talked about that in, uh, <laughs> we talked about that from Parks and Rec. That's like their shtick is when the the um, the budget, the guy who slashes the budget comes in, he's the really mean one and yes, then they have yeah, the really yeah, nice yeah. one. I mean, you that's can use true. that kind of that's, stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. In business. I mean, again, I don't, yeah, where somebody, yeah, that's like one of my favorite scenes of Parks and Rec. She's like, you're all doing great. It's so amazing. It's just fantastic. Here's Ben. You're all fired. <laughs> it's just like, because, yeah. and, and that, uh, yeah, that's definitely, they do use, they use that all the time where one guy will just be really mean and be like, we have you, you're going down. And the next person will be like, look, we're, we're here to help you. So like, yeah, let's, let's try to hammer this out. Uh, and that's always really effective. It seems, it seems like. Man, well, I kind of want to keep talking, but we probably have done enough. So this is our longest one yet. Yeah. Third time's a charm. <laughs> is there longer better? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let us know. Leave a comment wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, can you leave comments? Can you? <laughs> if you can't, I guess you don't have a way to tell us. So. <laughs> yeah, because someone, someone was saying, like, oh, I want to give you ideas. And I was like, put a comment. So- Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Uh, if you I... liked this, uh, spray paint a comment on the side of the building nearest you, and maybe we'll see it. <laughs> um, we're also going to have to put this as, uh, I think the last couple ones we put as like family friendly, but this one... This one's not family friendly. Not friendly, family friendly, no, so... not at all. Fair warning. <laughs> Earlier. <laughs> so... So next week, uh, you'll figure something out? Oh, I'll try to come up with something. I really want to have a way for people to interact with us. Because and suggest us things. To not only suggest us things, but like I want, because I was actually talking to our dad listened to this podcast. He loved oh, yeah. it. <laughs> um, and uh, he told me for the for when we did the Bigfoot one, he goes, you know, I, if you guys had a number, I would have called in. I would have oh. called in and I would have said, because apparently there's um, some uh, phenomena that's happening in the sky that can't be captured on digital, but is captured on like old timey film. Oh, that's cool. And so it's just basically like, yeah, there's some stuff that can't be captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, dang. I know. We had a call-in number. Well, and if we're not live, so <laughs> yeah, right. Well, if we break like 20 viewers, then <laughs> maybe we can have a special celebratory live version or something. If we can figure out how to do that. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're sure. We're still struggling on just getting it on the internet, so we'll see. All right. Well, thanks so much. See you guys next week. Adios.